welcome to Powering Through Life, a show dedicated to exploring topics of life that are challenging, that keep us stuck in doubt and mistrust, which can prevent us from living life to our fullest potential and having loving relationships. I'm your host, Teresa Sims, and together with my guests, we bring to life strategies, tools, and ideas that anyone can incorporate easily into their life to promote happiness, better relationships, and personal peace. Our foundation in Powering Through Life is to inspire, motivate, and ignite your dreams to life. Today, my incredible guest is the incredible Carolyn Dickinson. And Carolyn is an in-demand speaker, international executive coach and author, and she turns her clients' passions into profit while guiding them towards achieving balance in their high-performance lives. So with 18 years of experience, Carolyn is an expert at helping clients achieve a one-pointed clarity and focus in achieving their goals and their business and life. Carolyn is also the founder of I Am The Boss conferences and creator of the highly successful and sought-after program, Big Vision, Bigger Success. Carolyn is the go-to expert on steering you to reach your business goals in half the time expected. And that's awesome, Carolyn. I, I, I've been part of your group. I've been part of um, your workshops and the bigger vision, big success. That is incredible. So welcome first. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm excited to be here with you. Yeah, it's been amazing. It's been a while coming, but you know what? We always save the best, don't we? That's right. I'm here. (laughs) There you go. And uh, divas, this is the first time we're using video for these podcasts. So this is groundbreaking for me. And Carolyn is my little kick in the behind to get me motivated to do it. So thank you, my dear. I appreciate that. My pleasure. It's the way of the future. And um, I, I realized that people like to see who, who's talking. They like to actually see their facial expressions and their body language to really, even myself, I've been doing more and more live video. Um, I find it to be way more powerful. So good on you for taking it on. And let's move, let's move you forward with video after video after video. Absolutely. Well, I, I agree with the connecting part because you, you do see the individual. You can hear them, see them. So not just um, auditory learning, right? It's all these senses that are incorporated into learning. So I like the topic that you've chosen today. It's how to getting out of your own way. <laughs> so please, for me, describe what that means to you. Well, there's a lot of different aspects of getting in your own way. And that's typically what I have found that has caused people not to have the success they want, including myself. Like we all get in our own way. And I remember years ago that, um, you know, there would be um, opportunities available to me and I'd start to go after it and something would pop up and almost like that self-talk that occurs in your back of your head, whatever that experience was for you. It can sound like so many different things for so many different people. Like this isn't for you or you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not the one for this. You're never going to be able to do it. Oh my gosh, look, (laughs) they think I'm great. I'm really not. You know, we have these little kind of conversations. I'm fooling everybody. Oh my gosh. You know, and there's little conversations in the back of our head. Um, Some of those conversations are, people are aware of them. 
some there's they've been so ingrained that we're not even aware of them anymore and they just occur and then we get stopped in our tracks and we don't understand why and that was one of the things i started to realize was happening for myself and i and i started to see to my clients as well and it really does it's what I call, we call getting in your own way, stopping yourself from having the success that you deserve, you want. And I also call it the, you know, don't be selfish. Um, because when we get in our own way, we actually become very selfish because most of us have a very um, amazing skill or talent or ability to help or show others how to do things differently. And when we don't share it, when we don't take that purpose or skill or what I like to call superpower and share it with others in some way or form, we're kind of being a little greedy on that because it really could help people to have the success they want and deserve. And so it's really important to get out of your way, to allow yourself to make mistakes, to allow yourself to move forward, to realize that life isn't perfect. And even if you're atypical like me, you can't do it all. And it's not, you can't wait for perfection because it doesn't exist. And so all of that is really um, what I call getting in your own way. So how do we get out of our way? Right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because I know we've all been trapped in that little scenario of, you know, not feeling enough, not feeling that we have anything to offer. And huh, lo and behold, we have a lot more to offer than what we honestly believe and think. And you gave me a great exercise to do last week, which was... Um, quite an awakening for me <laughs> don't you love that oh I got home with it went oh my god what am I doing oh my god what, what was well, I now doing? you have to share what the exercise was because people absolutely. are going to be like what is that all about well I, yes absolutely I was thinking about doing a university degree to uh, ramp up my coaching uh, business and everything else that I do as an entrepreneur and I've been tossing it up and down and it's not sitting well with me and there's something that's just in the way of me going to sign those documents to say yes i'm going to go to university and i'm going to commit the next two years of my life to doing this degree when i'm just going to be adding more stress and this and that to my life and i really don't need that at this point in time but your exercise was to write down on chart paper on one side everything that i have accomplished and achieved and attained in my life in my business and my personal life so that was an incredible exercise for me to do it took up three quarters of a chart paper and then the <laughs> other side was what would the degree do for me and you know honestly I could not come up with anything I just wrote the two degrees down that I was thinking about doing and that's it and my decision was made immediately I'm not doing that I am enough I have everything if we I get in our own way from moving forward that's a perfect example absolutely and I was in my own way you were and and here's the thing about that is that we often think the only way to do well is to have more like we need to attain more get more information we need to fact more. we need to have another degree when you kind of sit down and really look at what you've done and the courses you take in the degrees you already have um, the certificates you already have, you probably have more than that degree will give you. And I'm not saying like, I want to be clear to our listeners that I wasn't saying don't do the degree. No. I was saying find the purpose of the degree. Because if you've already got all these things, why aren't you doing what you say you want to do? Why do you need a degree to do this when you already had everything that you needed to change your title to 
to, to go after your purpose and your passion and the thing that was, you know, in your, in your soul that you knew how to help people. Um, you already had everything and I already knew that. And so some, and I've had to do it myself. I'll be honest. Like sometimes I forget a lot of the things I've done. Sometimes I get in my own way and think, well, I, I need, I mean, I need to read up on that. What do, what do I need to read up on? I mean, I still do it anyway, because it's good to be, you know, I think there's two things it does for me. One, sometimes there's a new little tip I get. And other times it reminds me what I already know because I'm like, Oh my God, they're saying all the same stuff I do, or they're doing all the same stuff I do. So obviously I'm going in the right direction if there's many other people doing what I'm doing. So every once in a while when I go look there and get my head out of my own creating create, create creations, um, it just affirms that what I'm doing and the process that I'm putting in place is the right one. Not just for me, but for my clients. And it's the issue that's happening over and over again. It's like going back to the basics of life and systems on how we look at things and, and we tend to try to um, blow things out of, of a bigger proportion than they need to be instead of focusing on the inner as what does I really want to do? What is my superpower and how can I take that superpower and how can I help others with it? Because that's why we start a business. It's what's, what's missing for us or what's a challenge or what isn't working. Um, and we find a solution for it. Mm -hmm. and, we, and we realize that what we already have or what we've attained is all we ever needed. And, and I'll give you a perfect example of that is when I started coaching, I started to wonder why I had done all the things I've done, corporate courses, training, all these different things and all the different courses I've taken because some of them were in alignment and others were kind of just like, why did I take that again? And it was funny because seven years ago when I opened my coaching business, um, I had an epiphany one day and realized that everything I had done up until that moment was done to be able to help me be the best coach I could be for my clients. Yeah. And do you think that in some cases it's, um, we don't believe enough in ourselves and I think it's a healthy exercise to do what I did, what you suggested I do. I think it's a healthy exercise. We do that quite often, actually, just as a reminder, right? See, you know, you're happy now that I'm getting it. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> Yay. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's important that we all like every few months or every time you notice that those, those, um, imposter syndromes are starting to pop up for us and say, nah, you really shouldn't be doing that because, or you're not qualified enough or, you know, whatever the, the little mattering voices do that exercise of writing out what you already have, who you really are, what you've achieved, what you've attained and what you bring to this planet. And then you can see, you know, hundred percent. Yeah. It was totally interesting. That great experience. And it actually is a great tool to help you get out of your own way. Yes. Funny enough, it's actually a great tool because once you go through that process and what I tell people to do, which is what I texted you and said, I want you to now type that up and put it right in front of your computer. So every time you have a doubt or a moment of going, oh, do I really have enough? Do I need to do something else? And, and this doesn't mean, let me be very clear, that you don't continue to learn, that you don't take other courses and seminars. But what I want you to think about, am I taking it because I don't think I have enough or am I taking it because it will add to what I already have and make me better? Absolutely. And that was the decision I came to was uh, there are courses that I have been taking all along that I'm really enjoying and that I am going to stick into that realm of cognitive behavioral therapy and exactly. just keep 
doing that because it not only helps me, I apply it to myself and my everyday life, but I can apply that to clients and anyone else that I'm helping. So very good exercise to do. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm so glad that it, it shifted you and gave you that aha moment because that's how we actually get out of our own way, which kind of goes into the next thing that we're, we're talking about here. Yeah. And that is really as, so what are, what are ways to handle the inner conversation? Um, and, and one of the ways to handle that is to give it proof. Um, the ego, that inner conversation, that conversation that happens at the back of your head is really your ego. It's the part that thinks it's protecting you or thinks that it is um, stopping you from making a mistake. Um, from past experiences or whatever it is that you've been through in life and we've all been through something whether it's big or small it doesn't matter so there could be a variety of people listening um, sometimes they're very small things sometimes they're very big things sometimes they're multiple things um, there's no right or wrong about it um, when you can find um, things that you can do like that an action step that proves what you have um, it helps now let me preface this that it is a process and it was something you will have to do and choose over and over again. And that's why I say put it up beside your computer because it's like anything. It's like going to the gym. When you first start going to the gym, it really hurts and it's really uncomfortable. And then as, a, as you get comfortable, you need to go to the next level so that it's uncomfortable again. Well, the same with business. You're always uncomfortable. And the more uncomfortable you get, the, the bigger you're going to grow and the more expansion you're going to have and the more capability you're going to have. So it really depends on what it is you want as an individual, what level of success you're looking for and what that means for you. And when you can understand that, um, then you can actually build your business. And so part of this is doing action steps, actionable steps that prove that you have the success that you're looking for already, that, that you do have the knowledge, that you do have the capability. Listen, I've met people who've come straight out of a course or college or university with degrees and then they tell me how they're coaching and I'm going, oh, please stop. My head hurts because they really have the mechanics of it, but they don't have the experience. They have not lived it, um, nor do they have the communication skills required to support someone in being in understanding them and understanding what they actually need. So for me, like yourself, we have this toolkit in the back of our head of all the things that we've done that we pull out what's needed depending who we're talking to. Absolutely. You can't have that if you just popped out of university. No. Don't have this no. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean they can't be a good coach. It just means they have to start at a different place. Mm -hmm. Right? Exactly. And what they offer is different. Exactly. And that's neither good nor bad. It is, it is just right and then you figure out who your target market is at that time so coming back to that actionable steps is is really kind of finding things that prove your success um, prove what you've accomplished prove what you know because we need to tell that ego hey listen i'm good really i am you don't need to keep coming up and 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 creating that conversation back there to prevent me from moving forward and i'm being very simple about it all it's a little more involved than that and you and i both know that and and anyone who's listening, but I'm trying to bring it down into the basic of most simplest areas of conversation. Um, so it's really taking the right kinds of action steps to show. So one of the examples that we do and, and some of the things that you can put in place is, um, you know, really sitting down and deciding what is it you want? Um, what do you want out of your business in your life? And you could do both together. You could do them separately. But to me, they're very integrated. Because if you have a business, you can't ignore your life. 
and in life you can't ignore your business so how do you marry them to work well together keep your family and grow your business because one's going to suffer here and there but there has to be like a teeter-totter so it doesn't mean you're not going to make sacrifices either way but if it doesn't keep teeter-tottering and it just keeps going one way, there's going to be a lot of major consequences that you may not like. Losing your family, losing your business, it's, it's, it really is a juggling game, um, but there are ways to do it well. Absolutely. So, How, what would you tell someone that was coming to you going through something like that? So um, they, they come to you for help and say, Carolyn, I, I've got this business. I, I'm stuck. I can't move it forward. Can you give me some help? Um, I think I'm getting in my own way. Well, I never have anybody tell me they think they're getting in their own way, but that's a great one. I wish well, that would be awesome. However, if they not said that to you? say that, that would be awesome. <laughs> have I not said that to you? I thought I said that to some. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, at some point, after a few questions, yeah, um, yeah. the first thing I do is I ask people, well, what do you want out of your business? What is it that you want to accomplish? And, and the example that I use in anything, clients training, is I want you to imagine yourself two or three years down the road. And I want you to be imagining yourself sitting beside the most important person in your world at that time and saying to them, I did it. What did you do? What did you accomplish? What did you do? What did you create? Who did you help? What did you solve? What did you do? Because when you can answer that question, now you have a vision. And then we make it stronger and bigger. When you have a vision, when you have a direction, a dream, on, on, a, on a destiny or a bullseye in which you want to get to, that is the first key to everything. And some people already have that. Um, maybe it needs to be beefed up. Somebody doesn't have it or they had it, completed it, and didn't create a new one. Hmm. We need to know where we're going to get there. And, and then once you know where you're going, you need to have a strategy on what you need to do every day, every month, every week, every year to get to it. Mm -hmm. So it's not actually something that's static once you create it. It's something that you have to nurture and look at and revisit quite often, I would assume. 100%. It's evolving. Yeah. Because you got to think about how change occurs. Change occurs in life. Change occurs in business. Um, the clearer you are on the vision that you're doing, more will get accomplished faster. So you may even reach your goals in half the time, as you mentioned. I've had many of my clients do that. Um, and then the other thing of it is, is that as, as things could change all of a sudden and you're so clear and you're communicating with people, the goal you have three years down the road could literally happen right now because somebody turns around and goes, I'm going to help you with that. Right? And it makes sense. Um, and if you stay on track and stay focused on what it is, I even tell my clients that, you know, when you have your vision, you have your plan in place that if somebody says, hey, I can help you because they see you're doing well. So anybody wants a piece of that, right? I always say to them, is it going to take you to your vision faster? And if it's not, it's a not now. Yes. And that's a hard decision to make sometimes because it seems like the opportunity that's been presented to you is really amazing and it could lead to so many things, but maybe not to grow what you're trying to grow. Exactly. It'll take you off so, in so many different directions. I had a perfect example of this. I had a client of mine and, and somebody wanted to work with him. And he said, listen, I've got this great idea. I can get you this huge client database. We need to create this. It's a website. It'll do this. It'll do this. It'll do this. Blah, 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 blah. So I said to my client, I said, wow, sounds like a great idea. Let me ask you a question. When do you get paid? He said, well, I wouldn't get paid up front. Okay, fair enough. When do you get paid? 
couldn't answer the question. So I made him go back and ask the question because here's the deal to actually create, the, I already know creating websites because I have a background in that as well. And it could take what he wanted to accomplish almost a year to actually create it properly, get all the information in it because he also has other clients in the business and so does this other gentleman. So this partnership would have to happen outside of that which means all his spare time where he could be building his business and focusing on his business is really being focused on building this website that he may or may not see an income from in about a year. Mm -hmm. Right. And that, so that's hard ask, to pay the bills. <laughs> it is. So you're going to ask the question is one, will it take me to my vision faster? So this is a way to get out of your way. Another system I put in place. Um, will it take me to my vision faster Two, uh, will it generate me income now or like within the next month? Um, and three, do I feel in alignment with it and the person? Because listen, if somebody sees you growing, good for them to come to you and say, let's do a partnership, but it doesn't mean the partnership is right for you. It's right for them. That's so right. good on them for doing that. But if it doesn't, isn't a 50, 50, um, balance that it makes sense or pretty close to that, then it's not something you should do now. So I don't say don't do it. What I say is it's a not now. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. opportunity will arise everywhere. I'm not saying don't look at it. You should. You never know. But do your homework before you jump. Absolutely. And the person that likes to do homework, get somebody to do it for you. <laughs> exactly. Because I have clients like that. They don't like doing the fact-finding. Yeah. And if it doesn't resonate with you 100%, then it's time to just say, not today. Yeah. I'll, I'll look at it again later. Because the individual that brought it to you may not be, like you say, at the same level of experience, expertise, and um, knowledge, wisdom, whatever, that you are, but they admire you enough to want to come to you to say, I'd like to do this with you. And yeah, well, maybe somewhere down the road. Yeah. Yeah. It can be a great Absolutely. idea. Right. Right. So what other tools would you tell, uh, or action steps would you suggest to someone to create, to get out of their own way? Well, I think it's also pay attention. What are you saying to yourself? That's one of them. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I actually tell people to start writing it down. So when something comes up that is a potential for you to grow your business, like make a phone call, um, what pops in and why do you avoid it and go do something else? Um, really start to make a list of what it is you find yourself avoiding and then why? Is there a fear there? Are you not sure how to do it? If you're not sure how to do it, ask someone. And in most cases I find with my clients, they're not sure what the next step is, but we also think we should know everything. Therefore we don't ask. So even though I have clients that pay me and they have access to me, they won't actually call me unless they stuck for two weeks. And I'm like, why are you doing that? You're paying me, right? Mm -hmm. Call me, I'll help you through that conversation in your head because I've been there. So that's the first thing. Second thing is hire a coach. Mm -hmm. I would if, you know, listen, there's programs out there. There's all kinds of stuff, but nothing beats hiring a really good coach that can actually walk you through that, um, that can actually talk you through. So I actually had a, a system with my clients when they first start with me, when opportunities would arise, I would say to them, instead of saying yes, say, let me get back to you. And then you're going to bring it to me and we're going to talk it through. So in the talking it through, I didn't make a decision for them. I taught them how to question it themselves. So my goal is to teach my clients how to become more and more independent and to put systems and structures like this in place um, so that we're continually growing them. So that's a couple different things. The other thing you can do is that, you know, when we get in our own way, like you have that list 
and look at the things you've accomplished and created and education courses and programs that you've developed and things that you've done and, and put it there. It's almost like this little reminder of what you've done. Not to say, oh my God, I'm better than people, but to remind yourself that you have accomplished a lot. You do deserve to have this conversation with someone, to be a coach, to have the success you're looking for. The other thing is that it is a process. When you think or feel a certain way, it's probably been around for a while. So if you think that the exercises we're giving you today and then next week it's all going to change, I'm going to tell you sadly not. So understand that it's a, it's a daily choice of choosing to not be in your way, of choosing to take the action steps, of choosing to do one thing in your business that will move you forward even on your worst day. Exactly. It's about making that choice constantly. And sometimes you need to make that choice a hundred times in a day. And sometimes it'll be one time in a day, really depending how you feel the experience that you're having. And I think also too, not to get in your own way. One of the things I tell my clients just to think about is when somebody says no to you, instead of going, what did I do wrong? It, it was me, whatever. Ask yourself this instead. What information could I have shared with them differently? And this isn't to make you bad or wrong. This is to assess how could I become better with that conversation next time. Exactly. How could I have listened better? What questions could I have asked differently? Right? It's all about growth and, and getting better. And the only way to do that is to keep doing it, even when you make mistakes. The other thing to look at while you're doing this is um, how can I... Um, and I just lost my train of thought there for a second, but, <laughs> um, once you've done that and you started talking to people, I did, I totally lost my train of thought of what I was about to say. That's okay. That's okay. Um, how can you get yourself better and looking at that and realizing too, that things are going to change and evolve. So that was the other thing too, is that when you first start out and, and feel a certain way, your target market will be one way, Right. I, in the first beginning of my business, I changed my target market five times because as I did more, as I evolved more, my target market got different and, and, uh, and leveled up. I'll be honest, it leveled up to who I would work with to the point now that I actually pick and choose who I work with, right? And that's all part of choosing. That's all part of the process. It's all part of changing because it's not all going to happen one time and you are going to make mistakes and you may fall on your face. And I've gotten off calls. I'll tell you and go, Oh my God, I can't believe I just said that when I first started out and going, oh, this person's never going to talk to me again. And funny enough, they did, they called, you know, it, it's amazing how even in mistakes, perfection can show up realizing that mistakes are sometimes not mistakes. They're learning experiences. Oh, absolutely. I think they're trial and error and mm. never know until you try. And there's so much uh, truth in that statement. You have to keep trying, do the best you can. And each time you do it, you will, it will become easier to do. It will become more resonating with you and you won't be afraid of it and it won't get in your way. And no. Just, blend so nicely and you know I, I I realized that after doing that exercise that wow I am enough and I know that's my word that you chose for me way back when in May at your workshop big success bigger vision and uh, you're right I am enough I just realized that by writing down everything that I have accomplished in this lifetime and you know it's time to stop playing small yeah 
that's what I recognized out of that was what on earth, you know, I just had a down moment where there's been a few things in life that have, you know, gotten in the way lately. So the life work balance has been a little off, but you know what, that's okay. I can say that I truly needed that time and you always come back stronger in whatever it is you're doing. As long as you evaluate everything and, and, you know, tell yourself that, well, this isn't going for me right now, but you know, you're talking about your um, target market. My target market was something in May. And now after going through this exercise and this life experience I've just gone through, my target market has changed. It does. Totally. And that, that just means you're growing. It just means you're expanding. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. And, and sometimes people get scared of that and think that's a failure. It's not. And I think, um, and I know I had this perception when I first started out um, taking courses and stuff many, many moons ago. And I would think that if I created a why or a vision, that was it. It had to be that way. It was never going to change. And if it did, then I failed. Um, and I do still see some people with that perception. And it's really important to understand that it's an evolution. Everything changes everything evolves and we're going to have ups and downs. So the difference is instead of having peaks and valleys that look like this, we're going to have them that look like this. Yeah. It's a lot easier and smoother of a ride than going to right. You know, yeah, um, absolutely. So stressful. A hundred percent. And, and listen, business isn't easy, but you can go through it with ease, which is, I think the difference in conversation that people need to have or hear is that it doesn't need to be as hard as we make it. Um, you know, there's a lot of successful people up there out there that are doing very well. People say, well, there's not enough money out there. Yes, there is. My God, there's millions and millions of people out there. How can you say there's not somebody who doesn't want to hire you or pay for you? Yeah. Right. So, and, and your list may not have been as big as yours, Teresa, you had a huge list. I mean, you and I are a little bit older than, than some people. So maybe our lists are bigger. It doesn't matter. What you need to do is look at the list of what you've accomplished and then line it up with where you're at and what you can do. And if you feel that you need to add to it, no problem. But understand, I think, why you're adding to that list. Um, is it because you want to improve on an aspect of what you're doing because you really love it? Not because someone said, oh, the only way to do that is to get a degree. I remember hearing that, that I had to get a degree in this or certification in this. I'm like, I've been doing this longer than most of you, even with the certification. Mm -hmm. And I'm still better at it. And that wasn't about being egocentric. Um, I started to realize that I would hear people come out of, we talked about earlier, college and university and hear them talk about what they were going to do as a coach. And I'm like, ah, oh, you can't do, you can't say that to someone. <laughs> people are going to want to work with you. Um, and, and I do have very straight talks with my clients, but there's a way to do it. I think, yeah, you, you know, there's, if the individual is okay with being, uh, talking very bluntly, very plainly, then yeah, then that's what they that's their learning style that's how they want to be spoke to if it will help them get out of their own way but if they're more um like it, it took you almost like a baseball bat to get through to me at one point in time uh that imaginary baseball bat <laughs> yes i didn't actually hit you let's let's make no you thing. didn't no but, but i also asked you how blunt do you want me to be right now yeah yeah and Perfect. i am one that appreciates the truth and I, I, whether it's painful or not, I need to hear it because that helps me to dis make my decisions and to grow and to figure out where I'm going to put my energies and where I'm not going to put them. And I know we had talked about expanding my radio show down into the States. And at that point in time, it was TV. And that one was a little odd. 
So that was put away, and that one will never happen. But there's, you know, all kinds of other that things. Never. Well, I, I'm not resonating with that one. So yeah, right but another now, one right now. Know. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got me. <laughs> but right. Opera, see, and, and the other thing too is a not now. The reason I say it's not now is not to close it down. But that opportunity may come at you in a different direction by a different person in a different approach from a different line and later on when it's time. Yeah, you know, it's it actually things. has, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, Here and that's up. why having a big vision is important because you might eventually be on TV, but it doesn't have to be that one. It just means the universe is now sending you opportunities or whoever it is you choose to talk to. Um, it's sending you opportunities, and it's up to you to decide, is it right for me or not right now? Exactly. Right? And opportunity is always going to be there, but is it the right opportunity for you? And I don't think, I don't like the word tested, but I think things show up to remind us what our focus needs to be. And it's funny because things just pop up sometimes and opportunities pop up because it's a reminder to go, wait a minute, you need to recheck with your vision or something like that. Or are you still in alignment with your vision? And these things need to happen to make sure we check in. So I, you know, when I work with my clients, I create, as you know, uh, a systematic approach in the sense that here's how you regularly check in with your vision. Um, so that if you need to make the changes to maintain your alignment with it, then you make the changes. Here is the plan and structure that you use. And depending on the clients I'm working with, which was also important for me because I'm very detail-oriented, whereas I have some clients who are not as detail-oriented. And so what we do is massage the same process that suits how they receive it better. Exactly. Because there's individualities. So as much as we're talking about general and we're giving multiple ideas here, it really does depend on the individual. Because I like to receive information in a certain way that allows me to retain it longer. And I know what that looks like. Not everybody knows what that looks like. So it's really important that we present information in multiple different facets. So regardless of who's listening, they will gain a nugget from it or information. And that comes to also, um, comes back to getting out of your own way and realizing that not everybody is for you. Not every lesson is for you right now. Exactly. That makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. Just because you've heard something once, I think you and I had this conversation when you and I were just chatting, just because you've heard something once, don't assume that if you go back and listen to it, that you won't gain something from it because you've also changed in the time from the last time you heard it. So I have a friend of mine that does LinkedIn, Stacy, and she's incredible at it. She's done my LinkedIn and I highly recommend her. But you know, it's funny, I still go sometimes when she's speaking and every single time I learn something new, I also learn a lot, a lot of times a new way to help someone else um, of one of my clients or advice to give them or how to approach something with them that would help them. So I've gone probably four or five times and each time I got a new nugget because I was ready for it. We're not always ready the first time we go to receive the information because we're in one place. So again, get out of your own way. Don't assume that just because you've been somewhere once that going back would be a waste of your time. Now, if you go to the same event over and over again and get no value, maybe you shouldn't go. Well, that's kind of like the definition of insanity, right? Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's crazy, which is a good thing, and then insanity, which is just like, stop it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so um, what are some of the ways that we can handle the inner commentary that we get when the, these little ego talkings go in the back of our mind what what can we how what do you suggest to break that 
So depending where you're at or what stage you're at, there's a def couple different approaches that you can take. My favorite one is thanks for sharing. I'm good. Mm. And, and, you know, depending on, you know, since we're being recorded, depending on the words you choose, it could be a little stronger, <laughs> which sometimes mine, mine used to be when I first started out. Thanks for sharing. Uh, bleep, bleep, bleep. Um, <laughs> but you can, when you become aware of it, you can hear the voice come up where it's almost going, oh, don't do that. You're going you're gonna to fail. You're going to do this. Oh, should I really do this? And this whole commentary goes on in your head. And when you start to recognize it, um, thanks for sharing and moving on right? Or when that conversation comes up and you feel yourself pulling back, do one thing. Grab, grab, make one call, do one email. Um, if you're supposed to research something that day, get information for one thing. So distract yourself from that. Another way to do things, depending on who you are, and the reason I have so many different ways to approach it is because there's so many different people that I work with that I need to have different solutions. And a great way, and actually it's funny because I was doing this and then went to an Anthony Robbins event. And I laughed because he does it all the time. So if you've ever been to Anthony Robbins or watched him, you'll see on videos where he's got people jumping up and moving around and dancing to music. So there's a physiological fact that if you change your physical being, your mental state will change as well. So when you move, when you dance, when you physically move. So when you get in a state like that or that conversation is occurring and the other two things I just recommended doesn't work for you, get up and go do something. Go take a walk. Play with your dog if you have a dog, you know, go sit in the sun. Um, but time yourself too, because then we could, you get lost in the day and go, oh, well, I'm feeling that way. I'm just take the afternoon off. And it really doesn't help you unless like you've worked really hard all morning and need a break. That's fine. Um, but I recommend that you like take a half an hour, an hour, go do something, especially if you're hands-on kind of person, go move yourself. Another way to do that is to put on your favorite song and dance. Dance like no one's watching because no one is, <laughs> right? Well, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I used to when my kids were younger, and I probably should still do it. Is there would some evenings by the time they got home, I was ready to just go, and so I would put on some music, and we have a dining room here, and I would run around the dining room, and they would chase me, and we would dance, and we would sing, and it just changed my state. That after I put them to bed, I would actually sit down and get a lot of work done. So there's. As a mom, as a male, as a female, it really doesn't matter because if you physically move your body, your mental state will change. Now, you're actually causing um, it to change, right? Right. You're, well, you're kind of, as I said, it's a physiological impossibility not to change. Now, having said that, I know that, you know, there's other mental issues out there and conditions that people may have. This may help. I don't guarantee the same results if you're dealing with something else. And I say that with the most respect, because if you're listening to this and looking for help, and then you're saying, well, I've tried it, it doesn't work for me, that's okay, try it again, or take a walk, or um, maybe it is just sitting and being with yourself and kind of refocusing your brain, not thinking about anything, whether you meditate, do yoga, do something for 10 or 15 minutes, half an hour max, yeah. and then come back. So like even when I'm writing, I'm not the best writer, I'm also dyslexic, so there's a little voice in my head that says, you're not a good writer, you're not a good writer. <laughs> Funny enough, I'm not as bad as I think I am, um, but that voice still pops up every once in a while, even though I have lassoed it and controlled it. Um, it still pops up. So what I do is I'll write, da -da 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 -da, I'll get a block, I'll get up and go do something, and then I'll come right back, or I'll even just walk around the house a few times. 
and then I'll come back and sit down and look at it again just to clear my brain. And I force myself to walk around the house. Like I have a living room. So I'll walk around. I literally do this, guys. I walk around, walk around, and then I come back. Because what it does is it kind of forces all the stuff that was in my head to go away. And sometimes my dog chases me, so it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but for me, that's a, a physical state change that allows me to come back and refocus myself. Um, it also gets rid of the self-talk. So these are little things that you can do. Um, you can also do it if you work in a corporate office, depending who's listening to this. Really, all it is is put your earbuds in, put some music on, close your door, and just go to it. Go to the music. Wow, 10 minutes of that and then get back to work. Yep. It's amazing how it, it's like a complete shift. And you find that when, when you're starting to, like you were talking about that block when you're working and you, the need to get up and move around, change the physiology of what you're doing. Do you find that's when you're tired or you've, you've been focusing on something for too long and your concentration is really waning or you're going, your mind is going into a different direction and it's not able to focus on what you're doing. So do you find all of the above? Okay. And sometimes I'm just procrastinating, not feeling like I'm going to do it perfect because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Um, and so, you know, it really, it works for all of them because I have all of them. So let's be honest. <laughs> I'm the same way. It's just, and, and, yeah. and I sometimes will go to do something and go, Oh, I'm really not good at this. I'm looking somebody else do it for me. But no, because when you're creating content, when you're creating stuff that, that is about your program or about what you do, like I just created my online program and we launched it. And I got to tell you, that was like, honestly, like you may as well have just taken my eyelashes or nails and pulled them out individually because that's what it felt like. So I would have to literally to do this, I would write some stuff, get up, I would record and, and I learned all the tricks where I could pause things and come back because all of a sudden I would find myself making a lot of mistakes while I was recording. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? I need a, a shift because I don't normally make that many mistakes when I'm recording. So I would leave it for an hour. I would get up, I would move around, I would go back, erase the last side and I would start over again. Perfect. Do something to shift what's going on for you and come back. But again, you've got to time yourself and come back. Otherwise, the day will disappear. The afternoon will disappear. The evening will disappear. So I had to become, even though that's not my characteristic, I had to like watch. <laughs> and to the point, I will also sometimes put a timer on my phone. So these are all things I do. I've taught my clients to do. They work, yep. right? They're little things because I don't want you to go out and do big things. I mean, some people need to go to the gym and that'll do it for them. Hey, if that works for you, fantastic. It's finding what works for you, and sometimes that's meditation for 10 minutes. You know, I have a coach I know that, that what she'll do is she'll take, um, she has one of those bowls. She's actually a, a master meditator as well mm -hmm. for meditation. She doesn't focus on that in her coaching. She's a business coach. But her thing to relax and, and, and shift her state is she does her little metal bowl, excuse me if I'm not calling it right, and then she'll meditate for 10 minutes and shift the space and then go back to what she needs to do. So we all, it's knowing what that is and actually making a part of your daily routine. Yeah. And you never know till you experiment and you, you have to try a bunch of things. Yeah, absolutely. Because what for you may not work for me and vice versa. So we need to just, you know, keep trying. Right. Don't give up. And yeah. just, yeah. let me add one quick little thing in there. Mm -hmm. I think one of the key things that nuggets that was given to me a while back was, um, is that what goes on for you is never going to go away. Your stuff is never going to go away, okay? Because it's part of you. Absolutely. It makes you who you are, good and bad. You know, and it's funny because about seven years ago or five years ago, I said, you know, somebody said to me, you're going you're gonna to eventually love every experience in your life, good and bad. And, and the words I gave them weren't, weren't you know, kind of like, no. 
I'm sure it wasn't personal. Sure but, yeah. um, <laughs> but, but when the day came that I did, that was a gift because I started to realize that all parts of my life, positive and negative, or however I chose to, to view it at the time, and, and some of it was, was very difficult to say that I would love, actually made, makes me who I am today. It, it built me up to be who I am, my compassion, my learning, my experience, my knowledge, um, how I work with people, how I choose to work with people. And here's the thing is it never goes the way we just learn to get over it faster. Are you really giving, you're not really saying to that that it's okay either. It's you're acknowledging that it's there and that it did something for you. And, and for like me, it's like, oh, I'm using these all of these things as teaching tools for someone else. 100%. Because had I not gone through some of the experiences, even negative ones, I wouldn't have gotten the lessons from it that I have today that allows me to help others. Yeah, exactly. Do I wish it upon anyone? No, I don't. Um, is it something that I would have, you know, said, oh, please me? Um, no. However, instead of letting it tear me up inside and ruin me, I have learned to embrace it and understand it. And use it to the benefit of myself and others and, and forgiveness and love. It really does come from inside out. And that's why I created all the systems I did because part of being able to do that is also being able to accomplish things and feel like you're moving forward. A big part of that was important for me because I always felt like I was at a standstill or restarting. And so the systems and processes I created, which we talked about, which is your vision, your purpose, um, creating those big systems, your strategic plan, all of that I started to do for myself because it was, it was the ability to see things moving forward, that I wasn't at a standstill, that I wasn't letting my past control my future, and that I was able not only to embrace it, but to build a business and a foundation from those experiences that allowed me to be extremely successful to help others um, have a kind of business that they want, thrive, have the success, and have a family life as well if they so chose it. And all of that allowed me to be able to teach others how to do it. Had I not gone through it, would I be as good as I am with what I do? Probably not. It wouldn't be quite the same, would it? It wouldn't. No, it makes um, us each unique, and that's the gifts that we bring to the world. Is 100%. And the, the value and the experience that we've gotten out of what we've gone through in our lives has made us who we are. And you, yeah. like you, say, you can either love it or you can hate it. And, if, you know, why not use it? Yeah. And hating it only hurts you. Exactly. And I'm not saying anything that I'm saying right now is easy. Nope. But you got to make it. It's always making a choice. I had to choose. And trust me, I was that. In those days, I had to choose sometimes 100 times in a day. I choose it. I choose it. I choose it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you have to do it 101 times, do it. it. Is. Because... You're worth it. Everyone is so worth it. And you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. You are worth it. Regardless of what you've been through, regardless of what you've experienced, you are worth it. Absolutely. And yeah. you know, I just got shivers when I said that you said it. It's like, so that's, yeah, I like that. That's a good sign. <laughs> we all need to hear it. Um, and, and that's, that's the process of building up your confidence and the more action steps you take when you have your vision and you have all these things in place, the more action steps you take to move things forward, the more you start to realize, wait, I am good at what I do. Creating the online program was, even though I, again, felt like my nails were being pulled out one at a time, it was the best thing I could have done. Well, the first one's always the hardest, but I also got an insight 
of what my program actually does. I got such clarity on holy macro, this is a gold mine, in the sense of the value it brings to people. Um, I, I was able to kind of take it all the pieces out of my head and put it down on paper because I do things so instinctively with people knowing after asking questions what's missing, what needs to go, to really kind of break it down into small bite-sized pieces and, and look at it was like, whoa, that's like, that all came from me. Yeah. That's and it was another confirmation. And that's what I'm trying to explain to people. Everything that you do, every success you have becomes a confirmation of what you're capable of. Absolutely. So how do we get out of our own way? By realizing how amazing we are. Exactly. And that's not just by saying it over and over again. It's also by doing the work. Very true. And that is so key. It's not easy, but it can be done as long as you choose to and choose yourself because you really are worth it. Yeah. Sure. And ask for help. Absolutely. That's what we're here for, right? I hired a coach as soon as I realized that I couldn't do it myself anymore. And it was the toughest thing because I always assumed I should just know. Well, yeah, exactly. We assume we should know, but my, my background, I don't know yours, but my background was in working for someone else, corporate work and all that sort of thing. So this entrepreneurial aspect is totally different for me. So it's a big learning curve and I know I don't have all the answers. So I go to the experts and I ask. That's right. So there we go. What one piece of information would you like to leave our listeners with today? Any favorite sayings you have? Yes, actually, um, don't assume you know everything. A mentor of mine said to me one day, he said, you know, Carolyn, I own five businesses. I am a multimillionaire and I still go to events. And the reason being is because I may know 94% of the information. I probably can teach it better than the person on stage, but it's the 5% that will actually move the comma in my paycheck that I don't know. Very good. Very good. So be open to receive information. Please don't say you know, because you don't. Um, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So instead of saying I know, just say, hmm, that's interesting. How can I take that information on in a different way? Where's the value there for me? Um, because when you say I know, you close yourself down from hearing anything further that could completely, that one piece of information, change your entire life and your business. Mm, very true. So is it ego that's saying I know? Yep. It's also insecurity because, you know, I used to say it with my coach because my coach would say stuff to me that I say to my clients and I'd be like, Oh my God, I know that. But it's always easier to help others than it is to help ourselves. Oh, that's my favorite line. Absolutely. Right. Um, it's like the shoemaker that kids have no shoes. Um, so it's really important to realize that you don't have all the answers. No one does. Um, you know, there's multi-billionaires that don't have all the answers. They still look for information. They look for advancements. They look for people who are smarter than them. And the, the, the smart thing is they, they hire them quickly before anybody else does. Because <laughs> they can. Right. That tells you something, right? <laughs> so how, yeah, just understand that, that you don't have all the answers and it's okay not to have all the answers and you're not supposed to be perfect. And mistakes are the best gift that you can give yourself. So don't be upset you made a mistake. Learn from it and move on. 
um, and learn how to make it better. I get off stage the first thing I ask. I usually have somebody sitting in the audience. Okay, so what could I have done better while I was up there? That's great. That is perfect because that's I say the same thing. Like I, you know, I'll do a, an event or I'll offer someone my book, but I'll say, okay, look, I would like your feedback on this because that's how I learn. That's how I grow. That's how I you know, move forward. So I need that feedback. I need to know if I'm heading in the right direction or not. And then you adjust accordingly. Yeah. And and it's great because, you know, here's the deal is that um, um, sometimes we don't want to hear what people have to say. Um, But, but it's good to hear it, like take it on and just, you know, there's always going to be some people that are going to be very negative about it. Some people are going to be very positive about it. How you make it feel about yourself, you have full control over because it's just words. So don't own it, just hear it and learn from it. Um, and we tend to own it and that don't do that. That's someone's opinion, right or wrong. It's an opinion. Take it and and use it to your benefit to take perspective. Um, don't take it on personally. Um, can I make an offer to absolutely go ahead? So we've talked about a few things like vision and stuff. Um, I have a free download on my website. It's a great way to kind of delve into it. Three top questions you can ask yourself to really move your business and life forward. So if that's something you guys would like, just go to www.carolyndickinson.com and on the homepage, it's a free download. You can get access to the information. You can review it. It's some things we've talked about. Um, It actually gives you some steps because I always like to give people something they can actually use and walk away with to get value. Um, And though it's focused on business, you can also use the same sort of process to your life, to your investments, to whatever it is. Um, I just focus on business, but you can take the same concept. So if that's something you'd like, please feel free to do that. Absolutely. And we will put all your links in when your episode is put up. And make sure we include your um, email address and the, the link and everything that we can do to get people in touch with you so they can learn more about what Carolyn Dickinson brings to this world. So thank you, Carolyn, for being here. Thank you for having me, Teresa. I really appreciate it. Me too. It's been fun. I, I had such a good time. And I'm so glad we got to do this one. That brings to a close another inspiring segment on Powering Through Life. Thank you to my incredible guests for sharing their wisdom, knowledge, and experience. Join me again next time for more real stories designed to motivate and inspire. Listeners, you can get in touch with me on Facebook and LinkedIn, as well as Twitter. You may also reach me at my website, which is www.teresasims.com. Keep in touch and let's keep the conversation going.